Hello, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. This is Secret Stories from the Underground. Today, uh, we we ran out of episodes. We thought that we had more recorded than what we did, and we don't want to put out an interview uh, episode on a Monday or a Tuesday. So I called my buddy John, my good old buddy JC, and he said he'd do uh, an emergency podcast with me so we could have... um, another episode out this week so we'll we got two covered we got two covered uh today it's going to be me and john mangum very talented comedian you guys know him from this podcast he's been on here enough um he's got his own podcast going on right now um critics picks or critics choice i don't know you know i've done three episodes of his podcast i should know what the hell it's called but it's uh you know We'll talk about it in the the episode. Anyway, thank you to my buddy John for doing this. Also, I got a few other things that I need to shout out. May 15th, for anybody that lives in the Nebraska region, if you are in the Nebraska region, please listen out. May 15th, uh, my buddy, uh, the Metal Maniac from KZUM, which is a radio station here in Nebraska, they're doing a benefit to try to pay for their, their bills. They are a nonprofit radio station and they give a lot of love to the underground musicians, uh, comedians, all different types of entertainers. Anyway, May 15th at Gray's Keg, they are hosting a benefit show to help raise some money to pay for their bills. My band DD will we will be playing an acoustic set, not the full band. Uh, the full band will not be there, but me and Dean will be there playing an acoustic set. It is your first time to see us back since the whole COVID-19 outbreak. So, um, please come out and enjoy some fun and some fun with us. We can't wait to have some fun with you guys. It's been way too long. Um, but anyway, yeah, big thanks to John Mangum. For doing this episode, like I said, this Friday we have Kenny Lee Lewis from the Steve Miller Band who uh, will be on the podcast. So if you are a Steve Miller fan or maybe you just want to listen to a guy who's very talented on the guitar talk about being very talented on the guitar, then we got an episode for you. Kenny Lee Lewis uh, this Friday. Once again, that's Kenny Lee Lewis because I'm stumbling over my own words this Friday. And, uh, yeah, I think that's about it, though. May 15th, come out to Gray's Keg, rock with us. Like I said, it's been too long. We can't wait to get out and get fucking saucy again. Um, but anyway, this is Secret Stories from the Underground. A uh, big shout-out to John once again. And, hey, uh, just so you guys know, we had a few technical issues during this episode. Don't beat us up for it. Okay, this was an emergency episode. The only thing I'll tell you is don't listen to this episode blaring the fucking volume, okay? Maybe keep it towards the middle a little bit. I don't know. You know, um, I wasn't too worried about the technical problems because it was loud at my house. It was loud at JC's house. And uh, it just seemed like no matter what, we weren't going to win. So we just kept filming. Good content. Good conversation to be had here. But... Not the best quality. So, much love, everybody. I'm going to turn it over to the interview portion of the show. I hope you all enjoy. Nothing but love. Stay safe. And, hey, 
May 15th, come out to Grace Keg if you're in Nebraska and let's party. Here is the show. Stop fucking shooting me! What is going on? Oh, what's up? Wow, man. What an intro. Well, yeah. I'm getting shot and shit. My fucking London police. They ain't even well, supposed to have th- guns. Thanks for uh, breaking that down for us, man. Because a lot of people might have been confused. <laughs> no, I'm just playing a video game. My, my one lady. Watch Dogs Legion. Right on. Is it good? Yeah, it's serviceable. I mean, I wouldn't have paid 60 bucks for it. I got it pretty much for free. So. Right on. Right on. Is that because you, you beat some poor uh, old lady up for it? As she was... No, it's because for as much shit as people like to talk about GameStop and their trade-in deals, I'd be getting some good-ass deals. Yeah. Because, you know, I know how to fucking... I don't take in four copies of Madden 12 and expect to get 50 bucks a piece for them. But yeah, I just watched yeah. on their website what deals they got, trading deals and shit they have going on. And then I act accordingly. It sounds like you're having a, a wild party. I mean, it doesn't no. sound like you just are, are having, like, a wicked fucking gathering. No, I just don't have anywhere else to go while we're recording and somebody's watching something. Oh, no, you're good. You're good. Uh, so, thank you for doing this anyway. I, I realized that I didn't have enough episodes to cover this week because uh, I got an interview coming out this Friday. Uh, and I didn't want to put it out today, so I need to, I needed an episode. <laughs> All so, right, right. Uh, you know, thanks for doing this. It's cool. Uh, long time no podcast because you know we did this yesterday. Was right? No, it was the day before. But I posted uh, it yeah. yesterday. My uh, schedule is just beyond crazy, dude. My kids went back to playing Little League Baseball, and apparently they keep, like, an MLB-style season where, you know, it's just every fucking day with it. It's a lot of fun. Don't get me wrong. It's a lot of fun, but, you know, if you have anything else in life other than Little League Baseball going on, it it could be a lot of time consuming. Yeah, I mean, it's partially why I don't have kids. Partially. Because of the time sink. Like, listen, yeah, man, we go. I failed we go at, Like, listen, man, I failed at raising my Tamagotchi. I am not raising a human. Do, do you think that if you had a kid, accidents would happen? And not saying that you would necessarily murder your kid, but maybe accidents would happen and you would no longer have a child. 
JC, you there? Oh, I think we're failing at this. Uh... Here we go. But no, no, that's exactly that's exactly what happened. Is I had a kid and she died. So no more for me. Yeah. Uh, speaking of death, man, why we're on the subject of people dying tragically. Uh, what What's your feelings on DMX? First of all, I'm kind of upset about it because, like, he's one of my favorite rappers. Like, I went out and bought his autobiography and all that. So I know quite a bit about him. Um, so for me, it's pretty devastating. For the rest of the world, motherfuckers need to quit acting like he wasn't the butt of everybody's jokes for the past few years. Yeah. Because now that he's dead, now they want to be all, oh, he was great and blah, blah, blah. But I was like, y'all motherfuckers were making fun of him, like, constantly. Yeah. Now, now here's the thing to that, is I've been making fun of DMX for a long time. I'm, a, I'm an actual... You know, like, I, I realized that, uh, you know, he puts out music that sometimes, the way that he does it, I mean, I'm not saying he was perfect or anything. He did some dirt, had some dirt done to him. I'm just saying, if you ever get a chance to pick up Earl, the autobiography of DMX, it's a good read. It gives you a lot of insight as to, like, what he dealt with growing up and whatnot. Anybody that has 17 kids, man, I have no idea how he even had the time to put out a book. Yeah, that that was, like, damn, that that's Wolverine numbers. 17 yeah. kids. And Wolverine some years old. Yeah, give me a break, dude. You're not busting caps. You're popping nuts. Yeah. Right. Like, like in that one song where he was like, what these bitches? <laughs> you cut out again. Where'd you go? Oh, man. Go. I don't know what the hell Jesus. is going on. And all right, yeah, I don't know what's going on here. Second not... time's a charm, man. Well, it keeps cutting out because it's not using the uh, microphone on my Bluetooth. So I got to sit here and keep tapping the screen. Otherwise, when it cuts off, it cuts off my mic. Yeah, yeah, got a lot of anchor. So anyway, back to DMX before we were rudely interrupted by uh, whatever happened in there. Uh, yeah, so anyway, great, great guy. But yeah, any dude that has 17 kids, I don't know, you know, how we found the time to do that. Well, no, that and he was addicted to uh, various drugs. 
Did you cut out again? I think I lost you. Yeah, I don't know how when you have 17 kids, how do you have time for drugs? Well, I, I mean, 17 kids. I don't blame the guy. I mean, he definitely probably uh, needed an escape away from life. But... Well, yeah. If you uh, have 17 he... <laughs> kids, I want to know how many baby mamas you have. You know? Yeah, that's a, that's also a good question. All right. Now that I'm away from my rude-ass fucking brother. He had to have the uh, the worst accountant in the world. Because anybody that's truly looking out for your financial well-being would have told you to either like invest into condoms, motherfucker, or uh, you know, maybe go get that shit just tied up. Yeah. Or at the very least, like, Use your name and do like other rappers and like endorse some shit. Like birth control? <laughs> I mean, he could have been the spokesperson for Plan B, I guess. Something. Well, you you know not all of them kids were his plan A. You know? Well, yeah, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> that goes without saying. Because, yeah, 17 kids, like, damn. Yeah, you know, dude, and you either either one of your parents, if you, either one of your parents have seventeen children, you know, for one, either your mom or your dad didn't love your mom or your dad, <laughs> and uh, either your mom or your dad was just a little fuck toy, pretty much, uh, and like you know that there's a good chance that your parents didn't want you, and on that note, my dogs are gonna go insane. <laughs> yeah, you gotta love that background noise. Super professional, but professional tonight. I, I'm glad that we, you know, tried this on. Thing. Uh, anybody wants a dog? Come get one of these motherfuckers, please. And if anybody wants a brother, that motherfucker's sitting there watching wrestling. He got headphones just like I fucking do. Hey. Trying to work over here. Jesus Christ on a bicycle. <laughs> my house is insane, dude. I feel like I've lost total control of my goddamn house. Like, yeah, between my kids' schedule and, you know, just the everyday fucking bullshit. I'm trying to get back into doing comedy. I go and get my second COVID shot tomorrow. So, um,. I think, like, I'm a day or two away from growing the horns or whatever it is. This crazy side effects I'm probably going to get from it. But, um, yeah. Yeah, you got to watch it at 5G. <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, I don't know. I'm torn on the whole vaccine thing. I get that vaccine tomorrow, dude. I'll wake up on Wednesday thinking the earth is flat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Someone asked me if I was going to go and get it, and I was like, dude, I'm not around people. So it'd be kind of a fucking waste for me. Go get it, man. Fuck everybody else. What? Yeah. How, how the fuck am I supposed to go get it? 
Well, I, I mean, ride. I don't know shit about. Yeah, I, I don't have a way to go get it. So that's why I'm like, I'm not around people. Those of you that are around people all the time, go for it. But if you're shut up in a small room like I am pretty much 24-7, it doesn't matter. I don't know, man. I don't know. I think you would do a lot of cool things with them uh, 5G powers. Nah. I mean, if I had a way to go get it that wasn't going to be a pain in the ass, then fine. Also, I'm kind of already dealing with one medical thing, and I don't know if getting a vaccine would fuck that up. But, yeah. Until my knee heals, I'm uh, I'm not really doing a whole lot of anything. How is that healing up? Oh, it's better than I thought it would be at this point. I mean, did yeah. I even tell you? Did I tell you about it? No, no, let's share that story. All right, so I'm out here on the back deck one day, and I live in fucking Arizona, so there's no, like, coverage from the heat or anything, and I ended up getting a burn on my knee from it being, uh, you know, on the hot-ass surfaces out here. So I'm sitting there taking care of it and everything. Okay. and everything, and all of a sudden it starts swelling up and shit, and I'm like, oh shit, don't tell me I got an infection in that shit. Infection in there, and uh, one day I'm just laying, chilling, and I notice that the side of my pants is wet, and I'm like, well, why the fuck are my pants wet? Well, it turns out that the infection, the infected area decided to go ahead and uh, pop, so I wow. would, I... I basically had to go into the bathroom and I was in there for like an hour while like blood and pus and shit was draining out of it. And then I was like, this isn't good. Like, I'm going to have to do something about this. So basically what I did was I just bandaged it up and I've been cleaning it with alcohol and shit and it's uh, healing just fine. You you haven't been to a doctor over there? No. I mean, dude, I got to fucking be able, I got to find a place to live and have a place to secure my shit first. Cause the motherfucker that I'm in this hotel with is the motherfucking reason that I'm homeless. So I do not trust that if I were to go to the hospital for anything, that my shit wouldn't come up missing. He already stole over 700 and some dollars from me. I understand that. And that's shitty dude. Fucking. Yeah, man, that, that that's just scary, man. Cause, uh, you know, with you already losing your foot and everything, you know, fuck, you gotta watch well, it like that. I mean, luckily it was on the same leg, so I wouldn't really. If they were gonna be like, "Oh, now we're gonna have to cut it off," I'd be like, "Well, I mean, okay, <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I mean." But it's just the situation that I'm in and shit it's starting to get frustrating because I need to be able to take care of things and I can't do that because I can't find a place to live and I can't find a place to live because my credit's fucked up because the two people that call themselves adults couldn't handle their fucking business and fucked me over. And then on top of it, I got to stay with one of the one, the, with the motherfucker that's the main cause of it. 
you're you're a better person than me, dude, because I, I would cut him every morning during breakfast. I mean, what the hell? I, I don't have any choice. I was going to move back yeah. to Omaha, but, you know, I, I get I, that. I'm not going to be able to find a place to live there either. So until I get some better options, this is what it is. But as soon as I can get a place on my own and shit, I'm telling that motherfucker to, like, kick rocks. Like, uh, I don't give a fuck what our family says or whatever, but you're done. Like, you fuck. Did you cut out? Yeah, like you fucking made your one-legged fucking brother homeless because you didn't pay your fucking part of the rent. And not only that, but you stole the rent money that he gave you and made your car payment with it. And he don't even have the car. So it's kind of like... Like, you fucked me over to the point where family or not, I ain't going to associate with you. Yeah. I I mean, dude, I'm with you for sure on that. There's definitely a level where you have to cut things off, even if, you know, with family. Even with family, man, shit only goes so far. You know, like, uh, you know, I have four siblings. I got three brothers and one sister. Uh, I'm fine with my three brothers uh, for the most part. You know, I got one brother that I don't get along with a whole lot, you know, and it's due to his personal choices. And then me and my sister don't talk at all, you know, over, you know, bad blood throughout the years and shit that has happened. Uh, you know, family bullshit and whatnot. So, yeah. you know, I, I, I fucking get it, man. You know, there's just some people, even though they're family, you know, you got to cut them out. Fuck it. It's well, I mean, just for the, sometimes. The only point where I feel bad is for my nephews because both he and his baby mama fucked me over in this situation. And I don't want shit to do with either of them if I don't have to. So it's going to yeah. end up affecting my nephews to the point where I'm not going to be around for them. But what am I and supposed to do? Just forgive and forget no, that you made my yeah. ass have to live on the street? Yeah, dude. No, I, I would say you're definitely right with that because like you know my sister she she has a son and i love that fucking kid man you know and um you know i I was really close with him before me and my sister had our issues and um i haven't been able to see him for a few years now but i love the shit out of him yeah and i always will and i don't know when i'll ever get to see him again because of the issue with you know my sister and me but um I know I'm with you, dude. You, you know, them are. It's a hard thing, dude, because uh, no matter what, you you feel like you're sacrificing that relationship, and you're still paying, you know, the price and everything else. You know, and um, right. Unfortunately, like my nephew, he he's uh, got some learning disabilities, so he'll never be able to live on his own. He'll either be under my sister's care or, you know, in like a facility or something like that for the rest of his life. So, you know, like I, it isn't like, Hey, once you turn 18, look me up, dude. You know, he's already, he's already older than 18 now, actually. But, um, yeah. 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 And I mean, that's what I plan on doing is, you know, hollering at the people that I still do trust and be like, Hey, just tell the boys, it's nothing against them or anything. It's that their parents fucking fucked my life over right when I was, you know, starting to uh, 
get to a point where things were going to be okay and they fucked me over and still ain't doing shit about it. I mean, I get, well, I'm sorry, blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, that doesn't replace the bed that I had to give up. It doesn't replace the shit that I lost in the apartment because I didn't have anywhere to put it. Like, I had to build all that shit up from the time that I came to Arizona up until I lost it all. And I, yeah. hadn't, even had, I hadn't even had the bed that I had for a full year. Other than that, I was sleeping on the floor or a couch. And it's yeah, man, like, you know, well, when you move to a place like that and you take, like, the gamble that you took heading out there, you know, and then you end up the, losing the shit that you've accumulated since you've been there, you know, it's like an extra kick in the nuts. Well, yeah, and especially for the reason that I came down here anyways, because my brother left his baby mama and the bo- and the boys, and then she and her friend kept... Well, she and her friend, which became my girlfriend for a little bit, kept asking me for money and shit. So I was like, you know what? It'd be better if I just move down there and find a job and help out that way because I can't just send you money all the time. Yeah. So, I mean, I stepped up. Like, I, I can't think of anybody on the planet that would do what the fuck I did. And I get thanked by two, three years later... I'm stuck living in a fucking hotel. Yeah. You know, man, the only thing I got to, you know, say to that, and I I know it doesn't, you know, make the situation any better, but you're resilient, dude. You're intelligent. And, uh, you know, I know, I know you'll, you'll get back and get things going, you know, for yourself. But I do agree, you know, it is a kick in the nuts, dude, because, you know, you're not, and, and I don't mean this in any way, you know, to come across offensive, and you know that for sure, but, you know, you're not like the typical person who can go try to work two jobs because you're struggling to make ends meet, you know, and everything like that. You are limited to to what you can do job-wise and, you know, try to make money and all that. And, uh, yeah. you know, so so when life is like that, dude, and you lose shit, um, you, you know, that makes things really hard. I seen that dude when my dad got divorced, you know, a few years back because my dad's an amputee and, uh, you know, he lives on a fixed income right now. And, uh, you know, where he lived at in Michigan, it was a lot cheaper to live there than what it is here in Omaha. Uh, cause you know, he lived in the country and now he lives in the city, he pays a little higher rent and everything. So his fixed income from for what, you know, used to be good for him is now, you know, very limited. So, yeah. you know, and he can't go back to work. You know, he, he's an amputee. He's got a billion health uh, problems. So, well, see, you know, I mean. Right. And the thing that pisses me off is I had just hit when all this shit went down. I had just hit like 400 followers on DLive. Which means that my streaming and shit was taken off and I was about to be getting paid for doing it. Right. But since all this went down, my capture card is gone, my fucking cameras, everything I use to do gameplay footage and shit like that, gone. That's at least $500 worth of equipment right there. Yeah. That I had busted my ass, you know, doing... And I was only paying my rent the past couple years because I would sit there and literally for 12 hours a day do transcription work so that I could pay rent and shit. 
And then I got on disability and I was like, oh shit, well, I'm making more on disability. I don't even have to do this transcription shit. Sat down, figured out myself a budget and all that. Was getting to a point where I was going to be like, you know, I can stack away $50 a month. That's something. And six months, go in there and be like, all right, how much is a prosthetic? Here's a down payment. Let's get me walking again. But all my plans got fucked over because motherfuckers couldn't pay their rent. Yeah. You don't have any kind of insurance, man? Uh, no, not really. Because, again, I'm fucking isolated. Like, if I need a ride somewhere, it's like pulling fucking teeth unless it's to go to the store. But I have to do everything around everybody else's schedule. So if I schedule an appointment to go, say, talk to a doctor or see what I need to do to get insurance, I got to depend on everybody, you know. I only have three people that I can depend on for rides and shit. And if all three of those people are busy, then I can't do anything. But it's also a thing of why is it all put on me? Like these people around me know my situation, but it's like they don't care about what I need as long as they're getting theirs. Yeah. Like, I mean, I know I'm smart and intelligent and everything, but I can't handle everything by my damn self. Oh, yeah, man. You know, I, I get that. You know, and it isn't fair what the situation you've been put into to have to really deal with it on your own. You know, if anything, your brother should be trying to help you, you know, dig yourself out of the hole that he helped put you guys in. Um, well, he keeps giving me excuses that he can't afford this, he can't afford that. And then I look at him and say, do you think that I can fucking afford this? Yeah, I'm like, dude, I was barely able to pay rent in that apartment, yet I was still paying it. What the fuck is your excuse? You're able-bodied and you were a manager at Domino's. How is it that you weren't able to pay your fucking bills, dude? If I can pay my bills off of $1,000 a month, which included rent, cell phone, internet, food, how, when you're making double that, can you not afford your shit? Yeah, some people are, uh, you know, (laughs) it's funny because the sounds of your situation and then, like, what happened between me and my sister uh, are just, you know, kind of a lot alike there, man. My my sister and your brother would probably be really good friends. Uh, She's terrible with money, and that's where me and her had an issue. You know, I was running a house from her. And uh, I, I was paying money, you know, each month on the house. And uh, she wasn't paying the payment on the house. So so I was basically running a house that was being foreclosed on. Because she had already gotten... Uh, the house was basically foreclosed, like, already when I moved in. So I was only there for a few months, you know. And I at the time, my son was really young and everything so it created a bunch of problems for me i had, to, yeah. I had like a, a week to find a, a an apartment that i could afford at the time and you know everything else you know i didn't have uh, the you know uh i didn't have like a full-time job at the time even you know i was like a, a sub work sub worker for the school so <laughs> Yeah. You know, like my hours weren't even guaranteed. You know. 
Yeah, and that's that's the type of shit. And you know, he's fucked me over in the past. Like there was a point where I had just bought, dropped nine hundred dollars on a Ford Explorer, paid cash for it, was happy as fuck. Because the whole two years before that, I had gone without having a vehicle. Finally, get yeah. myself a vehicle. I end up going to jail because I didn't take care of my shit. Let him use the fucking car. I was only in there for a week and a half. He had fucking completely destroyed my fucking car. Yeah, that shit's not cool, dude. So hopefully you can get out of there, man. Get away from him. Yeah, dude. You know, and that's what like. The, the situation with my sister uh, I just kind of realized man that you know you're kind of better off without these people around because for well for one you just get fucked over a lot less you know oh, yeah. and it, it's, a, it's always good to not get fucked over so you know the less you can make that happen always the better and um, you know it just Sometimes it's just better off not to be around them people all the time. Talk to them. Yeah. And and the thing of it is is it, it it mostly I was raised to, you know, when family needs your help, you help out. Oh yeah, me too. You, man. you do what you can to help out family. Yet anytime I need help, I get bare fucking minimum. Or in this situation when I get fucked over by my own brother. You know, if my mom were able to, she would be like, come back to Omaha, I'll help you. But she's got Alzheimer's and shit, which is another thing that I've been dealing with that my brother doesn't fucking help with at all. Um, You know, and my aunt, she straight up told me, well, if you come back to Omaha, there's no room for you here. And I'm like, oh, well, thanks, bitch. Um... So, you know, it's just a thing of my entire family, for the most part, does whatever the fuck they can to fuck me over, which is why I firmly believe in my chosen family. Like, I would say, like, you, Stoner, a couple other people are, like, brothers to me more than my own fucking brother is. Oh, dude, I I definitely get what you're saying, man. You know, I I have my people, you know, I have my family, and then I have my entertainment family, you know, and that them are people that I love just as much, you know? Yeah. I mean, at, at this point, the only person in my family I can say I have any love for is my mom and my grandmother, rest her soul. Otherwise, hey, is your mom still living at home? Go. No. And that's the thing that I'm talking about with that is I'm going through all this shit. My aunt decides that she's going to go ahead and put shit through court to get Hey, JC, you there, bud? But yeah, my aunt has been taking it to court to get power of attorney over my mom, put her in a home and all that. And I'm sitting here being like, as her son, don't you think I should have, you should at least be talking to me about this instead of doing what you want to do? Like, I'm all the way in Arizona. I can't exactly go to Nebraska right now to go into court and sit there and say, yeah, I'm her son, blah, 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 blah. Because of the situation that my brother put me in. 
So all of this shit is going on like at the same time. And it's just like, damn, yo. So, damn, dude, that's fucked up. So was your mom living with uh, your aunt? Yeah. Yeah, she was living with my aunt in my grandma's house, which is where we've been living since, or where she had been living since I was like 15. My mom had been living with, in my grandmother's house. when my Before my grandmother passed away, she said, you know, Janice can stay here as long as she needs to, as long as... I want her to be safe because, you know, the Alzheimer's and everything kicked in before my grandmother passed. So she was like, you know, Janice can stay here. I know she'll be safe and all right here. It's familiar to her. First chance my aunt got, she gets put her in a home. And I'm just like, this is some bullshit, y'all. Like, why are y'all like this? And y'all are supposed to be Christians. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I firmly believe that anybody that preaches too much that they are good Christian folk are, are normally full of shit. So, yeah, they're just as shitty as anybody. And I'm not saying aunt, everybody, but, but the no. majority of them. Well, yeah, because my aunt is the same woman that told me, well, she was my sister before she was your mother. And I'm sitting there like, you can't pull rank on my fucking parent. Yeah. Like, what the fuck kind of shit is that to say to somebody's kid? And then they wonder why yeah, I don't talk yeah. to them or anything. And I'm like, because look how y'all talk to me. Look how y'all treat me. Like, most families I know of, after this long amount of time, their disabled fucking family member wouldn't still be crawling around on the fucking floor. Motherfucker would have had a leg by now. But y'all ain't trying to help me out. So... Yeah. Damn, I'm realizing this episode is just gonna be like a bitch session. It's dark, dude. I'm complaining a lot right now. It is dark, man. You are the coffee, I am the cream. We need to mix this together here. (laughs) I don't think Christine would appreciate that. We, uh, so I, I, th- I think what you need to do is you need to get back out and do some stand up. You need to channel that energy. I'm sorry. What's up? I said, I think you need to get out and you need to do some stand up. You need to channel that, that dark energy. Well, standing up is a bit difficult for me, sir. But if they have a well, chair. You have always been my favorite sit-down comedian. Oh, I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people. A lot of people are not, like, "Dude, you're my favorite," and I'm like, "Why? I'm an I'm an asshole." You're you're not I mean, the only why. comedian that I know that sits down either. I I know a lot of lazy pieces of shit. So. Um, I'm one of them. I don't stand up on stage. Honestly, I I would sit down whenever I had the chance when I had both of my legs. Because, like, I'm up here entertaining y'all. Don't nitpick just because I'm going to have a seat. Y'all are sitting. Yeah, I just want to be. It's not about them at that point. It's about me right. being comfortable. It's like, yeah. 
a motherfucker needs to be comfortable if he's going to do a good set. Yeah, I agree. I don't think it's so much a crowd that even gives a shit about that as much as other comedians no. are like, oh, look, he sat down, sat down. Yeah, it's, it's other comedians that are trying to find reasons to hate on you. I don't yeah. know why. I don't know why that happens so much in comedy circles. From the more that it, I like, the the more I hear, dude. I think that's just a Midwest thing. Because from what I've heard, you know, after talking to different comedians from like you know the East Coast, the West Coast, it it seems like you know you have your assholes in every crowd, but you know it seems like they try to build each other up a little bit more than what happens here in the Midwest. Yeah, I can believe that. Because, I mean, in the early days of doing it in Omaha, it was cliquish as hell. Like, there were different groups and shit like that. I mean, I was in a group of, I was in a little trio that we hung out and, you know, did shit and all that together. Right, yeah, yeah. But that was because we were the outsiders for the most part. Like, we were the newest ones to it. I was a fucking weird, fat black dude who everyone thought was going to tell jokes about being black, and I was telling jokes about comic books and shit. You know, we had another dude who liked to put on zombie face makeup and go on stage. And then we had another dude who told the typical, you know, black jokes and shit. Fucking hella proud that Theodric is doing his thing, though. But yeah, so the three of us were already kind of a weird little situation which is why how I explain us being off on our own. We also had a lot more ambition because we were going to venues and saying, hey, do you want to have an open mic here? We were also the only comedians that would crash music-only open mics and shit and lie to them and be like, yeah, we're, we're musicians. And then we would get up there and start telling jokes. At that point, there's nothing they could do. Yeah, that, that's, then, that's awesome. But yeah, and it was just really clickish, and that never really stopped the entire time I was in Omaha. That's why, and it's still point, like that, dude. You know, it's still and, like that. And that's why, at a certain point, I kind of just stopped being involved so much. I was like, I'm just gonna go do comedy where I can, and you know, do my jokes and all that. But everything else, I'm not really trying to get involved in all that. Yeah, that's one part part of it that I uh, really try to stay away from, um, because that's what—that's like when it becomes not fun anymore. Is when you have drama in so many fucking directions because everybody wants to bitch about somebody else, and right. you know, uh, you know. I think we talked about it here before, but like you know. Uh, the whole incident with uh, Sam Shiragi, you know, that, that was like when I first learned that people who I was friends with before I got into comedy weren't necessarily going to be my friends now in comedy. Yeah. And see, and I met Sam through comedy and shit like that. Just the thing for me that ruined our friendship was he would get fucking drunk and just blast the n-word 
And I would sit there and be like, dude, can you fucking quit? Like, normally I don't mind, but you've said it like 30 times in the past 20 seconds. Like, shut the fuck yeah. up. And he just couldn't respect that. So at a point, I just started being like, you know what? Fuck this dude. Like, he can't sit here and use the blind, I'm blind and blah, 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 but then still be dropping the fucking N-bomb. But yeah, yeah that destroyed our friendship. That and I just didn't find him to be that funny. He didn't really work at writing or anything. So I was just like, dude, you're just you're not first of all, you're kind of racist, and second of all, you don't work as hard as you tell people. And if you want to be put on shows and shit, then you gotta kinda of work hard at it. You gotta prove that you're worth being put on. Yeah, I have no idea what that dude is doing now. Like, I haven't heard, seen nothing of him in in a a long while. No, the last thing he messaged me was he was saying some bullshit about gay people. And that was, like, shortly after I had first moved back down, moved down here. And, like, at that point, I was like, dude, one of your best friends is gay, and he tells you stop using the F word, and you constantly do it. Like, I, I don't want shit to do with your disrespectful ass. Yeah. Yeah, he's really not that cool. No, and I mean, I don't hate the guy or anything. He's just one of those people that I can go the rest of my life without talking to. Yeah. It's I mean, weird, probably... man. I'd probably live in an apartment with him sooner than I would my brother, though. If that tells you anything about how I feel about my brother. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't blame you, man. It's a little harder for Sam to fuck you over. At least you'll see it coming. Hopefully. Well, I well I know Sam pays his bills, so. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you have already lived with him, so. Yeah. Because, yeah, at at a point, it's not even, between me and my brother, it's not even a personal thing. It's a, you fucked up my business. Oh, yeah, man. I totally get what you're saying, man. Totally justified. Like, you took money out of my pocket, motherfucker. Like, once somebody does that, we can't be cool again. Yeah, and I, don't, I don't think I know. There hasn't been anyone other than him that has hit my pocket. Yeah, man. You know, like I said, dude. I I definitely uh, think that you're justified to feel the way you do, and you know, I just once you can, I'd get the fuck away from him and just. You know, cut ties for a while. Hopefully that'll make things a little better. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm definitely, once I can, going to cut ties from him and, you know, pretty much everybody out here and just be out by myself for a little bit and uh, enjoy the solitude. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, man, uh, what's that? I was going to say, I'm going to get my shit right and then, you know, come back at it. Yeah. 
maybe when I move out to California, I'll swing by and pick you up, and uh, you can come out to Cali for a while. Oh, hell yeah. I'll get you a wheelchair, and you and my dad can race. Oh, shit. Fuck all that. We need to... Me and your dad are going to join a murder ball league. Oh, yeah. You guys get it going. <laughs> uh, out there taking, taking out our amputee frustration on motherfuckers on a basketball court. Yeah. You know, I think for sure my dad would be down. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. If, uh, yeah, I don't. <laughs> I'd love to see my dad do that, actually. <laughs> That'd be the best. But, uh, yeah, man, I'm out of energy, so I'm not going to shoot for a whole full uh, hour or whatever tonight. Right, So, right. Uh, before well, I'm sure we go... The, I'm, sure the listeners will be, I'm sure the listeners will be like, damn, that was a heavy episode. Kind of well, yeah, no. For sure. Yeah, no, yeah, this episode's gonna make somebody cut their wrist while they're listening to it in a car and be like a oh, mass God. suicide out there. Oh, I fucking hope not. I would feel yeah. really bad. I feel yeah, so me, bad. Me too, dude. I'm trying to build the ratings right now. Like, these, are, these are people that aren't coming back. You know? Right. It's fucking heartbreaking for me. Hey, that's going to drop that estimated audience number drastically. Yeah, I can't be having that shit happen right now. I lose my guy, and then when I do move to California, I'll, uh, you know, I I will have to live in a trailer. You know, I don't want that. Shit, I'm going to get a van. Yeah. Park that bitch down by the river. Hey, if you get a van, dude, you can park that in my front yard. And you can be my neighbor. Oh, that would be dope. That would be pretty dope. That'd be cool. But yeah, man, uh, let everybody know where they can find you, what you got going on. Uh, oh, what the fuck? A fly just hit my forehead. So that's what he's got going on right now. <laughs> Ow! <laughs> Shit! <laughs> All right. <laughs> Uh, I'm on Facebook. You can find me there, uh, John Mangum. Uh, working on getting another page started there for. Uh, oh, you can find my oh, podcast, yeah. uh, Employee Picks with Undead Uniped and Friends, on Anchor, Spotify, various platforms. Uh, otherwise, don't let him lie. So, so far. So far, I'm the only friend that he's had on there. I'm starting to believe that I'm his only friend. So, you're the only friend that uh, doesn't dick around when it comes to doing it. Yeah, I mean, I have people that are like, "Yeah, I'll do one with you," and I'm like, "Okay, watch this movie, and then take notes and all that, and then we'll get on the podcast and discuss it. Let me know when you've watched it, and we'll schedule a time to record it." I even gave my yeah. Voodoo account information to somebody so that they could watch a movie, pick a movie, watch it, and we could review it, and they still haven't gotten back to me. So A little, a little spoiler on that podcast. The two movies we picked really sucked, but we just 
uh, did a Clerks and Mallrats episode that pretty bomb diggity. Yeah. So the the first two movies, uh, Sonic and Robin Hood, weren't the greatest movies in the world. So no, no, they weren't. But I'd go, I'd go listen to all three of them episodes. I'm just trying to let you know that you know the first two movies we picked weren't the greatest. No, and that was kind of done on purpose. I didn't want to set the bar too high by picking something that's really popular and beloved and then having people coming at us being like, well, you didn't talk about blah, 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 blah. Yeah, so we waited You waited until episode three. We did it with Clerks and Mallrats. Yeah. Yes. Which, and hey, you know, like- it, it, it's not as hard to piss off the Jay and Silent Bob fan base as it is like the Star Wars fan base. So, you know, we're probably pretty safe. Yeah, I don't think I'll ever do a Star Wars because I mean I would. everybody, I would. everybody that. and their mom has that covered. Yeah, like, I don't want to. It's been beaten down. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm not trying to do like really popular movies. Or, that's why I'm not like, hey, let's do one on Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Yeah. No, like honestly, if you were gonna do one on Mortal Kombat. I think it'd be more interesting to do like a like an old versus a new, like the you know comparisons. Yeah, and I mean, from browsing on Tubi TV last night, I got quite a few picks in my list. I fucking watched Velocipaster, and holy fuck, was that a funny movie! I, I'm sure. <laughs> with, it, with, it, with a name like that, it's got to live up to something. Yeah, it's... I'm pretty sure it was intentionally as funny as it was, but then again, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, well, all right, brother. I'm going to let you go here. I appreciate you being here. Everybody go check out everything. JC's got coming up. Fucking yeah. go check out the podcast, support that. And uh yeah, I mean, man, we'll do this again soon. Uh we gotta figure out a movie to review next for your show. Yeah. So but uh yeah, man. I'll hit you up here in a few days anyway. <laughs> right on, right on. All right, brother. Thanks for doing this. I appreciate it. Oh, no problem. All right. Later, man. (laughs) Later.